This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. Speaking of those Raiders that Chris was talking about so glowingly, uh, they're playing the Monday <laughs> night game against the Detroit Lions. Oh, boy. Detroit at home against the Ravers, favored at minus eight. Detroit five and two against the spread. Oh, yeah, baby. I'm locking that in. 45 and a half over under here uh, heading into that matchup. You know what? I'm going to probably hit the over, too, because I think. Detroit's probably going to score 40 by themselves. Uh, okay, so yeah, uh, we got Jared Goff. We're playing him as a top 10 quarterback this week against the Raiders at home. Gotta love it. And I'm not looking at last week as any like, oh, all of a sudden I can't play Jared Goff. No, it's a starting quarterback. No, it's it was Baltimore Ravens was on the road. It's a totally different scenario. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, of course, we're not playing him. Josh Jacobs is an RB2 for me. I actually moved him down. I had him in his outline at 11. I moved him down. Actually- kind of, I'm asking questions for, but go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, I moved him down to 14 RB2. What are your questions? I was saying, when do we start? When do we hold on to the name versus the actual production? Well, okay, so for Josh Jacobs, it's a totally different scenario because he's getting too much volume for him not to continue to be an RB2 in your lineup. He might not be the RB1 that you drafted him to be. 100%. I don't think he will be at any point this season, but he's still in your lineup with the usage that he has been getting. Uh, there's there's no question in my mind about that. Uh, is or you see it that way or no? Oh no, I think he's in your lineup. I guess you, I was just pointing out before you guys talk a lot about who you're buying, you're selling, you're trading, you're moving on from. That's just my curiosity. Like he's I said, a whole He's a whole like I'm not buying him. You're not yeah. really going to sell him, but you're still playing him. So he's that guy who just kind of he he falls in that hold. He's a hold because I don't I don't think you drafted other running backs that are going to necessarily. I don't think you drafted enough other running backs that you can plug two more in and get commensurate value back in a wide receiver from him. Oh, so Chase, here, here's, here's what I ask you: is an easy question. So like what? I have I have James Cook. Everybody wants to dump James Cook. And you give me Josh Jacobs. What, how? When do I decide that Josh Jacobs isn't actually more valuable than James Cook? Because numbers wise, it hasn't been. You know, I heard of production. Numbers wise, it hasn't been really different. James Cook's been doing pretty productive, pretty consistently. But we're all ready to sell on him because we don't know what he's going to do the red zone. What's going to happen with it? But Jacobs continues just to kind of sputter here, have a decent game here once in a while, but pretty much sputter. And this offense looks like it's a train wreck. But I can flip a Jacobs because of the name, because of the draft capital, because of the idea of what he can be. And I know a lot of times when we do our rankings, we have an idea of like a Jalen Waddle is going to be a top 24 because he's Jalen Waddle versus like we're talking about Adam Thielen. Well, it's Adam Thielen, so inevitably, inevitably he won't be a top 10 guy. No, if, that's if you I if, ask the questions, like and I'm not trying to go too far on the tangent, but more so oh, that's what I was asking about like when if, do we if you can flick a, if you can flip a Jacobs for a guy like a Waddle. I, I would go all four, right? I mean, right now, Jacobs, you drafted him as a wide, as a running back one. He's been a very low running back one. He's he's right now he's running back eleven on the season in in terms of total oh, points. Fourteen he's, and halfway PPR. By the way, one spot ahead of James Cook, actually. Exactly. I'm just yeah. I was just getting into that. He's he's worth fractional points more right now than than James Cook per per game. So you're probably going to be able to get more for Josh Jacobs. Yeah, you're right. Right now you're going to get more for him in in trade just because of name value if you can grab the right guy in your in your league. And I know that sounds like predatory behavior, but it's just the truth. You got you got to 
you got to know who the guys in your league are and how they think about guys. You're probably going to be able to get more in trade right now for Josh Jacobs than you would for James Cook. I think they're both sellable options right now. And if you can get something back that's a little more consistent or is going to give you more per game and going to benefit you in your roster, I'm all for it because, yeah, Josh Jacobs has not been what you drafted him to be so far. He's been a very low-end running back one. You drafted him to be a high-end running back one. But it depends on whether you have enough to plug in behind him at running back in your in your roster. And that's that's something that everybody has to watch their own. They have, they have to look at their own team to be able to, I can't make that call for you. Yeah. 100%. And look with Jacobs too. I guess part for me, for Jacobs, it's, it's not his fault. He's getting the usage in all the areas you want him to get usage in. It's just the Braiders are just that bad between Josh and, and his, his, his quarterbacks have been hurt off and on and off and on. And you never know who's going to play quarterback for him week to week. And that's, I, that's I'm getting all that. I watched Dante Foreman had three touchdowns of a backup guy from Division II school versus the Raiders, who had Jacobs versus <laughs> Chicago, who had 11 carries for 30 something yards. Tyson Badgett, the guy who the guy who took sacks from the Colorado School of the Mines last year, which sounds like a made up school. Uh, I mean, regardless, I think we all can agree agree. on this. How does Josh McDaniel still have a job? Because that's the guy I keep hearing about Ron Rivera being the hottest seat. Can't afford to fire him. When Chicago beat them 30 to 12, I thought we were going to get the news alert on the plane that Josh McDaniels got fired. They, they were talking about how, like, oh, Josh didn't do well against Chicago. It's the whole reason why he played Brian Hoyer because he thought his job might be on the line. And we didn't hear crap, and he still got a job there. I'm totally with you on that part, Chris. I That's don't know matters. how he Mark has a job. Davis. don't know how he has a job after that game. Mark you Davis wears a backpack and has a bowl cut. It's just, it's no one has any idea what that man is thinking. That's why he has a job. No one this is a coach that lost to Baker Mayfield after getting three days getting signed right. by the Rams. I, came out and beat you. I agree. Like this guy, Division Two, exactly. It's Chicago at that. It's not like you're playing Buffalo with Tyson Badgett. You're playing Chicago with Tyson Badgett. Yeah, Devontae Foreman. Like I just this team in general. I have no idea. How Josh McDaniels is not immediately. This fired. is what you get for putting pro sports in Las Vegas. Go. Well, Mark, speaking of pro sports in Mark in uh, Las Vegas, Mark Davis was just uh, busy with other things, bit busy with the Aces and them just Dude, winning. He was busy with trying to get Tom Brady in, into the ownership. He's worried about these other things. He doesn't care about the Raiders. He's got a satin bottom. white jacket from 1987. It's awesome. He's making Mark tons Davis. Of hell yeah, winner. Just win, baby. I will say right now, Patrick Mahomes is like sitting there, the big smile on his face. Like, the division's mine forever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they like, can, uh, they can quit Mark, now. Look at Denver, look at the Raiders, look at the chart. Like, man, no. these guys are just. They can quit now, and the Chiefs will win that division. The only, the only thing they have to worry about is the fact that freaking Taylor Swift is playing in Louisiana this week. So it's going to be a down week for Kelsey. No, oh, Jesus. No, uh, he's tight end two this week. You're not stuck at me in. Uh, Jameer Gibbs <laughs> is definitely going to be a low-end RB1 this week. He got 86% of the snaps. He is the bell cow and Montgomery is out. And again, like we said earlier, I would be surprised Montgomery plays when they have a bye next week dealing with a rib issue. So I expect Jameer Gibbs to go again and with a great matchup here. Uh, Devontae Adams, Adams, does, um, not Adam, uh, Chris, does Adams work onto your list of that sort of nature? Because I still have a wide receiver eight because I can't physically rank him outside the top 10 without hurting myself. So I I'm not going to, but uh, well, 
I, I would have him still in the top 10, Dan, if Aiden O'Connell is going to be the quarterback, which he commented last week about. You know, well, we, we actually think it's going to be Jimmy G. We think it's going to be Jimmy G. Oh, well, that makes sense. A lot of people think it is going to be Jimmy G this week. That he's turning in that right direction. It's not, uh, regardless, I don't think it's Hoyer. I, I'll say that. I don't think it's Hoyer again. Kenny but Stabler, it's fine. I, I wouldn't have him in my Jimmy top G. 10 then. Devontae Adams. With Jimmy wow. G. Really? Wow. He had, what, 20 targets? Who else is he going to throw to? the season with Jimmy G? Myers. He always throws us to freaking Myers. G- Jimmy G's been killing me to throw into Devontae Adams. He th- had 20 targets against Pittsburgh. <laughs> he still targets them, Chris. He's not getting the down the field throws, the explosive throws. That part is true. He targeted but- very early in the season. They had that first two, three games, and then Devontae Adams was not being – and J- Jacoby Myers was the guy, and then we saw the tight ends get involved. Because um, it's been four games now Devontae Adams has done nothing. I have to look at his target share again, but it was, I think it was just what two weeks ago with Jimmy G playing that game. Devontae Adams was over double digit targets. Like the volume's there. Uh, it, it's week, just not- week four, week four, Devontae Adams had 13 targets. He had 20 targets in week three, like, like Adam said against Pittsburgh. Week five and six, he had four and five targets, but then last week he has 12. So, I mean, yeah, you can. I think the answer is well, not Brian Hoyer. Adam will still be a top right, ten. I'll get right. corrected at some point yeah. with Jimmy G. Um, on Ross St. Brown, we have no questions. Well, so about you guys need one of the games O'Connell played, by the way. But go ahead. Thank you. Say it. What, what? Didn't you just need one of the games O'Connell was the quarterback? Yeah, the Chargers one was O'Connell. Yeah. Right, yeah. The Chargers one was O'Connell. The 13. Yeah, the 13. Thir- yeah, 13 was. targets, 20. eight receptions, 75 yards. So outside the 20 target Pittsburgh game. Because I think that's where our numbers are getting skewed by. But I'm just saying, okay, sorry. It's okay. Uh, no, if Brian yeah, he, had, he, play, he had two touchdowns know. that game too, as well. I mean, that's that's the that's the bulk of his season total right now is 42 points versus Pittsburgh in Week Three. You're right. I mean, he hasn't scored a touchdown outside of that in Week Two against Buffalo, but. I just yeah, it's Devonte Adams, and whether it's Garoppolo throwing to him or not, I eventually he's going to catch some balls. Yeah. I, I mean, I tend to agree. Chris, I what, hear what you're saying. I think we're at tight end position when we saw Austin Hooper back in the show last weekend. Well, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. Michael Mayer still had 60% of the routes. Hooper was at 30. It was exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. Percentage. wise, but it was numbers wise. No. Yes. They both had two targets, but Mayer still way outplayed Hooper. It was just, it was just that the targets happened to be the same, but that's not a true reflection on as far as who was playing what. Um, in fact, I even have that in my note here from Michael Mayer still going, but I do think he needs Jimmy G uh, to Chris, to your point, because Brian Hoyer stinks. Aiden O'Connell will get the ball to Devontae Adams come hell or high water to your point as well. If it's Jimmy G, I like Michael Mayer a lot more. A quarterback who doesn't know what he's doing is going to, is going to by default, look for when he panics, he's going to throw to the best guy on the field. Who's the best receiver on the yeah, field in almost any game he ever plays is Devontae. Chris, yeah. Chris, let me, let me, cause you're, we're playing on Monroe and say Brown, Jacoby Myers, the top 20 wide receiver and you know, Lepore is top five tight ends. So we have to talk about that. Are you saying that you would not buy on Adams? Cause I sure as heck would. No, I'm not saying to buy on him. I'm just saying I wouldn't have him as top 10 receiver this week. Bye, bye, bye. Where would you have him at? I, I mean, I think it's top. I think he's definitely receiver two, so I'd have him at top twenty. I think probably between fifteen and twenty. Um, I just think that the you're hopeful Devontae Adams gets back on track, and I do like he's been complaining, but I also you know, talked a lot this in last week's show. 
Chuck McDaniels finds a way not to involve guys who have talent. And then he's just <laughs> remarkable at it. No, he is. It's, it's, it's 100%. But here's, um, I'll be doing, I'll, I'm willing to do a showdown with you. It has to be centered around either Jimmy Garoppolo or Aiden O'Connell starting, though. I'm not going to do a showdown with you if it's Brian Hoyer, because if it's Brian Hoyer, I would move him outside my top 10. Uh, but I have him at 8. You said 15 or 20. Let's just say 15. We can go 12. If he's 12 or better, me. If it's 12 or less, you. So if, here's what I'm comfortable with. Yet, I say okay. if, if O'Connell plays, he's top 10. If O'Connell doesn't okay. play, then he's not top 10. So if it's anybody Ooh. besides O'Connell. So we'll do that. If it's any... Well, then you wouldn't do it. Okay, actually, it doesn't work because if it's O'Connell, I have him in top. So you want Jimmy G conversation? <laughs> well, I also don't want to wish this into the, really the universe either because I want to buy Adam to do well this week. I have him. Because <laughs> it's like no, so never it's mind. A win-win. <laughs> <laughs> you either win your bet or you win. You get points. I think sure. you'd rather win the league. <laughs> the crap um that that does it for the show guys i hope you guys all enjoyed it take a stand gus edwards is a running back too <laughs> <laughs> take nothing else out of the show yeah. it's gus edwards there's a big discrepancy there uh i hope you guys come back tomorrow night 9 30 with brian scott from the angeles podcast on make sure you follow and subscribe our youtube channel get notified whenever we have new content available to you you can also download us on your favorite podcast app this is a good time to give a shout out to one of our sponsors here at uh widespread uh, app wide widespread app want to get that right but right now if you go to our direct link in our youtube channel or if you go to our social media page at billy up mdff show on x you can go to our direct invite link to our weekly contest where you get to bet two thousand dollars of fake money maximize your profits the guy with the most profits wins a $25 Amazon gift card. It's completely free to sign up for the app. And it's Wolf Spreads app there. So make sure you guys go ahead and check that out. We've been loving them and having some fun. You just bet against your friends. There's nothing if, to if it. If you're and like me, you can also like minimize your profits. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> minimal risk, minimal profits. The guy who won technically did not make a profit. He just made less mistakes than we did. That's pretty much <laughs> what it boiled down to. All right, guys. We'll see you real soon. We'll see you tomorrow night. Everybody have a great day.